Well, good morning and <clears throat> excuse me. Welcome to the drive. Uh, it is December sixteenth on a Saturday. Last weekend, I uh, wasn't able to record episodes, but this weekend I'm kind of back to my normal routine, and so I am able to. It is what time is it? Six o three a.m. Fifty four degrees in the deep south, Mobile, Alabama, and. Time continues to go on, and God is still in control. He's still working, still on the throne, he's still faithful, still keeps his promises, and he's still moving. And the verses we're looking at this morning are like my favorite. I love these verses. Um, I honestly default to these a lot for various reasons, uh, which we'll talk about this morning. But it's Ephesians 5, 15 to 17. Um, which I think, obviously, this letter is written to the church, the Christians in Ephesus, but it's also for our admonition, exhortation, and encouragement for today. And so that's that's who God is. That's what He's done. He wants to communicate with His kids through His Word, which is amazing, right? But uh, Ephesians five fifteen to seventeen says, "See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise." Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Wow. I mean, you guys, there's so much in there. I just, this is at least a few sermons. I mean, I could (laughs) definitely not squeeze a few sermons out, but do meaty sermons based on this because it is so deep and so explanatory and so real, so honest, and so right. See then that you walk circumspectly. Which means, having wisdom, walk with a perspective of the Lord. In other words, glean from Him, His heart, His leading, and then do that. Look around you and make sure that you live in with the wisdom that God has given you. You know, oftentimes, there's so many things competing in these days, especially, you know, pastorally, I, I think about this sometimes. Um, there's so many different ways you can get counsel and that you can pay people to speak into your life. And um, there's so many ways you can try to get quote-unquote help. But the thing is... <laughs> The problem is, I would say, is that people go everywhere else before they go to the Lord for help. And then they struggle and they wonder, what's going on? Well, nothing else worked. I guess I'll go to the Lord. I guess I'll go to prayer. I guess I'll go biblical counsel. It's like a last resort instead of, you know, looking to God as a first line of defense. Like looking to God as, okay, I need to go to him first because he is a wonderful counselor. (laughs) And so we need to walk with wisdom in order to do that. We need to go to the Lord first. We need to look to Him first and we need to ask Him for discernment. Because in the context, remember, Paul uh, is essentially um, warning these guys, talking about all the contrasts between the world and um, Christianity, between spiritual and the natural. And so here he sort of ends this section with his exhortation to 
to be wise, to redeem the time. And the best modern translation of that is to make the best use of your time. But what is the best use of my time? As a Christian, in the context, it's being a believer, trusting in Christ, right? But redeeming the time means being about what God is about. It means executing, doing, living out the Lord's will in your life. You know, one of the exercises we did, I'll never forget this, but in college, uh, one of the exercises, one of the classes that we did was writing down every hour, what you do, what you do every hour of every day. And when we came back to share, you know, the class, with the class, it was kind of astounding. I mean, it really was. Because what all of us found out, there wasn't one person that said, you know what, I made the best use of my time every day, you know, this day, these days that I recorded. I just made the best use. You know, what we realized was how much time is wasted on things that don't matter, on activities that don't make a difference, on thoughts that really don't have an effect on eternal, eternal purposes or eternity. We realized how much time is wasted every single day. And so, you know, this isn't saying hurry up and work for 15 to 20 hours a day for the Lord. Don't rest. Keep going. I mean, rest is work. I want to qualify that because sometimes people don't feel like they're progressing, but they've worked hard for the Lord. They went to their job. They did what God called them to do. Because they, we all have, you know, have to work to eat, like the Bible says. That's a command. Um, but some people, when they don't feel like progress is happening, like tangible progress, they feel like they're not contributing to the kingdom and not doing anything. But the the thing is, too, I have to say this because it's true that rest is work. In other words, we're commanded to rest so that we can be more effective when we get to work for the Lord. So redeeming the time, generally speaking, that means, you know, live your life for the Lord. Put his kingdom first, generally speaking. But individually, like I can't tell anyone, I I don't go and tell my congregation, you know what, here, I made a list for you to do every day to redeem the time because I don't want you to waste time anymore. Well, everyone (laughs) is following the Lord individually. You know, I get that you have your relationship with him. And so the Lord is the one who reveals, you know, your schedule, his plan for you on a daily basis. So that's between you and God, right? But this exhortation really is just a reminder to live for what matters, but more importantly, live for who matters. You know, we live for Jesus. We live to get God's work, you know, done. And that's why we are here. Why should we redeem the time? Well, he says at the end of these verses, because the days are evil. It's dark out here. And we are called to be the light that reflects Christ in this world. That's what we get to do. And that is amazing. (laughs) People did that in my life when I came to the Lord. Now I get to do that for others. 
and others come to the Lord and they grow and then they go out and they do that for others. It's like this, it's how God designed it. It's how he orchestrated it. It's how he created it. So take the truth and pass it on. Well, God bless you guys. Hey, I hope you have an amazing and a blessed Saturday. I'm continually praying for you. And uh, if you would, go to uh, Apple Podcasts and review this podcast. It just helps more listeners to tune in. And someone was asking about it before, but they said, how can I contribute? And I said, well, I mean, attached to this podcast is the PayPal. So if you want to contribute, it's totally up to you. Um, Although... At the same time, it's not necessary. I would do this no matter what. Again, I was telling someone this last week, my whole goal is to encourage at least one person in the Word of God a day. And I know it's a small goal. Maybe I should um, elevate that, but that's my goal. I just want to encourage people in the Word of God. So take care. Talk to you soon.